Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly. Hey Joey. What's shaking? I don't know. Not much. No? Just live <laughs> a dream? You're yeah, fighting no, a migraine. That's, I am that's fighting shaking. a migraine and you're getting over your second shot of COVID. So this is going to be a fun one. Yeah, exactly. This should be the nap episode. Can we this make a should. nap episode? We'll, we'll do a nap episode. Everyone, everyone just, if you're, if you're driving, just pull over. We're all going to sleep. We're all going to take good. a nap together. We're going to take a, a 25 minute nap. I think that's great. A little cat nap. <laughs> a little, oh, just the sound of us breathing. That's fine. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, we actually, I was going to do a sound healing this time and I was like, I just can't. I just can't. We're going to punch for, we'll do the sound healing. Sound healing will come up. I'm not going to lie to you. I was looking forward to the sound healing. I figured yeah. I'd nap while you were while you were doing the healing. Sorry. It's okay. For the migraine, I would have it's done okay. it. But, you know, that's how that goes. So. See, we adjust. We and talk we about do. that all the time. We, we adjust. Yeah. Punch. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> well, what are we talking about today? So we're going to talk about mastering conflict, which is, you know, sort of the, the polar opposite of sound healing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it's something I can do when I'm not, not entirely conscious. So we're going to talk about it because I can do this one in my sleep. So, <laughs> and I may be. So. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> So, yeah, we're going to talk about mastering conflict and, and I'm actually going to add another layer to it. I'm going to talk about inner conflict as well as outer conflict. Okay. Because um, it's relevant. Okay. So uh, don't worry, Joey. I'll do most of the heavy lifting. <laughs> I look forward to it. Okay. 
So, um, so it, conflict, the reason that empaths have such a hard time with conflict is that, for one, if the conflict is going to hurt the other person's feelings, then we have both the challenge of feeling bad about hurting their feelings and then feeling those hurt feelings, right? Because as empaths, we pick up on it. And so, you know, this, this creates an inner uh, conflict on, onto itself, which is the conflict between do we stand up for ourselves and speak our truths or do we hurt the other person's feelings and then have to feel all of the crap associated with that? And, you know, having been trained in childhood to not stand up for ourselves and not be our own people, and in fact, not be people at all, but adjuncts of others around us, um, we, we generally tend to, to err on the side of, you know, going along rather than speaking our truths. And so when when we are forced into a position where we have no choice but to com- but to confront, we tend to to wait way too long to do it, and then we explode all over people. Right? Yay! Happy joy! Boom! You thought I was okay with this, but I'm not. Right? I know I didn't say anything because you didn't give me any room. Blah 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 blah. You know, yeah. Everything I've ever been mad about my entire life is coming out at you right now. Right? That's, that's <laughs> it's I'm, the I'm, trigger that sets yeah. off the fuse. You that... look like catharsis. I actually said that once. I did. I was traveling with my mother, who was not a fun person to travel with. And I was in France, and we had been screwed over by the French more than once to, from you know the, the hotel desk clerk selling us the exact same tour day and night because they were named something different, but it was the exact same tour, just in daytime and nighttime, to, uh, to we were trying to find a bathroom. The woman in the, in the restaurant where we went to, to... Now, this is the difference between me and my mother, okay? I go into the restaurant, so there's an empty emptying out. There's like one couple left at a table, and the, the hostess and the maitre d' are sitting there, and you can tell they're trying to close it. And then to the right, in in the same establishment, is a hopping bar. The bar is just hopping. And so I walk up, stare up at the at the bar for a second, walk over, find the restrooms on the side, pay my two francs, which they cost two francs to get into the into the uh, the stall, do my business, come out. Some random guy hands me my two francs back, and I walk back out. My mother, my mother, I hand her my francs. I tell her where the bathroom is. She walks in directly through the empty cafe. And the hostess goes, we are closed. And my mother says, I just want to use the bathroom. And she says, is this broken? (laughs) And my mother said, well, that's not true because my daughter just used it and keeps walking. So, of course, the woman now turns and looks at me and this is not a public restroom. And just like starts yelling at me. And I'm like, lady, you want to go there? My last name is LeCompte. And I will tell you, I've had a miserable experience of your, your entire country and I'm having to deal with that woman who just walked by you so guess what you look like catharsis (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness and I went off man this was 20 years ago right I had no filters (laughs) bang right and I just was like "Ah!" 
right. She's yelling at me and I'm yelling at her. And the couple at the table was obviously American because they're laughing their asses off. <laughs> so, but this is what we do, right? We, we don't confront, we don't confront, we don't confront, and then we explode sometimes on a stranger, right? And, you know, I, I'm just saying I've been there. <laughs> Thankfully, a very long time ago. But yes, I have been there. So, you know, when you're looking at conflict, the first thing I'm going to say is never choose the path that is abandoning yourself. Okay, let's start with that. Always speak your truth, even if it hurts somebody else. Okay, if you haven't downloaded the free download on my website, Boundaries for Empaths, you're going to want this to do this work because that will keep you from feeling the pain that you are causing, which will help you to choose yourself, right? When you learn how to do the process in the Boundaries for Empaths program, you won't have to feel what the other person's feeling. And that makes it easier. Okay. I'm also going to tell you their feelings are not your responsibility, which I know is a revelation to many of you. Okay. No one else's feelings are your responsibility. Just as your feelings are no one else's responsibility. Okay. And we've talked about this before too. So the very first thing is do not abandon yourself. Okay. That's rule number one. Rule number two is speak early and speak often. Okay. Because the other reason we have a hard time with conflict is that we wait too long to say anything and we build up up angst and build up upset and build up hurt and build up and build up and build up until we explode. And therefore, we have never had a positive conflict experience, right? Because our definition of conflict is, I will wait until I'm absolutely miserable, and then I will vent all over you. (laughs) And then the other person gets justifiably defensive. You know, my ex-husband used to do this. He would wait three months to tell me he was upset about something. And then he wouldn't be able to define for me exactly what it was that he was upset about. And then I would say, well, if you can't tell me what I did wrong, then I'm not going to listen to you be upset about it. Because I can't fix what I don't know what I'm doing. Right? And so he was very frustrated by this. But, you know, from my end, it was either beg him to yell at me because he wouldn't say it without prompting or it was you know wait and be blindsided with something that happened three months ago and neither one was a valuable solution for me right on the receiving end so you know this is what you're doing to other people if you if you wait and you build up right so you need to speak early and speak often and when you speak early and you speak often what happens is you're, you're saying it in the moment, the first moment that it bothers you. And then you can say something like, mm, you know, I didn't appreciate that comment. Or mm, I'd really prefer you did it this way instead. Or mm, no, I don't want that. Right. And instead of just knuckling under and wishing it were different and being pissed off that they didn't notice that you were upset. Because that's what we do, right? We, we're like, come on, I would know if you were upset. Why don't you know when I'm upset, right? Because they're not being inappropriately codependent in their energetics. That's why, okay? Let's be clear, okay? So yeah, 
it, we do this. And we're like, mm, you just must not care. It's like, no, they're just not reading your energy in the way that you're reading theirs. And that's actually healthy. <laughs> you, you, you speak when you're upset and you speak when you're happy and you speak, you speak. It's amazing. You speak. Okay. So when you say this didn't work for me, you can do it very easily if you do it immediately. You know, I'm I'm a Scorpio. I hold a fucking grudge forever, man. I will. I just I you know, the longer I have to wait to say something, the more upset I am. So I absolutely have to say something very quickly because you don't want it to fester. So, you know, the thing is, is that when you speak it early, then then you can say it softly. Right? You could say, hey, that didn't work for me. Or, ow, that kind of hurt my feelings. And then the other person says, oh, I'm sorry. And novel concept, everything is better. <laughs> you know? It's like, oh, it was just that simple, right? You know? And, and sometimes it's just, you know, calling something out. And it's, it's oftentimes addressing the thing that we're afraid of. So years ago, I had a friend and she she started acting strangely she would she would be there and when she, when we were together it was like we were best friends and we'd never been apart and everything was together we were, we were all in right and then when we were apart she would make plans with me and then cancel over and over and over again and i finally called her up and i said look i said you are being really inconsistent in our friendship I said, I don't know if I'm your best friend or if you never want to see me again. I said, I can't tell. And she said, well, I don't know. I said, well, that's clear. But, you know, why? And she said, well, you know, I don't feel good around you. And I'm like, okay, why? And she told me. And she was right. Right? She said, you know, and what what had happened was we had developed our friendship early, early on in both of our processes. And when we were both still in our warrior love stage, right? Where we would just beat on each other to to make things, you know, it's like, hey, 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 did you notice this? Did you notice this? Bang, 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 right? And we never evolved the relationship, even though we evolved ourselves. And I said, oh. I said, you're absolutely right. That's not how I treat anybody else. I said, I'm happy to shift our relationship if you'd like. Because you're right, we didn't evolve this. And I've stayed in our default mode and that's how I've been. And I didn't realize that it wasn't working for you. And I'm happy to shift it because I would rather do that anyway. And she said, no, I, I, I think I just need to be done. And I was really sad. Right. But I said, okay. I said, I understand. But she had waited too long to speak. She had waited until she was too angry to say anything. And if she had spoken a year or two before, because she did hold on to it for a long time, right? If she had spoken a year or two before, then it wouldn't have come to the point where our friendship had to end. I could have simply shifted our dynamic. And, you know, from my side, and we would have had space to continue the friendship. I'm still sad about it. I still miss her, but it is what it is, right? So it's, 
it's something where you have to recognize that sometimes you're setting yourself up to lose things and lose people. There's a way in which we are sabotaging ourselves when we fail to confront in a timely fashion. So that's outer conflict, right? Now, actually, before I go too much further, I want to say this. Notice that I said, I'm not sure where you're coming from when I confronted her. I said, I'm not sure where you're coming from on this. I don't know what the deal is. You know, I'm getting mixed messages. And I let her tell me what was what was true for her, right? I didn't tell her how she felt, right? Which we have a tendency to do because we make up the story in our head and then we tell the other person how they're feeling because we know, right? <laughs> right? But sometimes, no. That's number one. I didn't tell her how she felt. I asked Um, Number two is when you're confronting, the other thing to do is to check in, right? And say, you said this, and I heard from what I heard was this. Is that what you meant to say? Right? Because sometimes somebody will say words that mean something to them, and you hear them as something else. You make it mean something else, and you get upset, your button gets pushed, and now you're pissed off, and they didn't mean that at all. Okay? So this is the other reason why we confront immediately is because it improves communication. Now, I'm saying this as we're coming into Mercury retrograde. (laughs) Okay? Okay, so today is Mercury retrograde uh, as we're recording this. And we're going to be in Mercury retrograde for three weeks. So we'll be in Mercury retrograde by the time you hear this. But communication breaks down during Mercury retrograde. So this is a great time to have this conversation. You know, the very first thing is I I heard this. Is that what you meant to say? (laughs) Right? Because if it's not, then great. Okay, another way to do this is to say, hey, I have a paranoia, right? Okay, I, I how so? Have, so um, I, you haven't returned my last two texts and I have a paranoia that you don't want to be my friend anymore. Okay, and then I'm owning that it's the story I'm telling myself, right? And I'm asking you if it's true. And yeah, is there risk in that? Yeah, because they might come back and say, yeah, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Or they might not respond to that text either, right? Which would be (laughs) even worse. Which would be, (laughs) yeah. But I mean, you know, regardless. But And for you people, for the people out there who are younger, right? For For the millennial generation and younger where ghosting is okay, I want to tell you ghosting is not okay. Okay? Ghosting is cruel. If you want to be done with someone, just tell them. Because it is so unfair to be on the receiving end of someone ghosting you. So don't be a coward. Speak your truth. Tell them the truth. Don't just disappear. It's it's cruel to the other person. So you can say I have a paranoia. Okay? And another piece that you can do, and and Here's here's the thing. Okay, here's the rule. All right. You do not confront unless you want to stay in relationship 
or get closer to the person. Okay, so for all of you out there who righteously want to tell everybody exactly what they need to know, because <laughs> right? I've been there, right? I know, <clears throat> you, unless you want to be in closer relationship with that person, you do not clear and upset with them, okay, because that you're not clearing an upset, you are venting all over them. Okay, somebody that you don't want to be closer to in relationship that you are clearing an upset with, you are actually just ripping them a new asshole. That's what you're doing. You're not trying to, to, to feel better. You're trying to get your anger out. And they're a target. Okay. So, you know, you look like catharsis. That's what that is, right? It is not an acceptable path. So only do the conflict clearing if it's someone you want to stay in relationship with and or deepen the con- the relationship with. Okay. Otherwise, just, you know, walk away and let them have their own crap. Unless, you know, I mean, if they stolen something from you, take them to court, you know, turn them into the police, whatever. But clearing is not not something you do with people that you don't want to be closer in relationship with. Because that's not actually what you'll be doing, if that's the case. Okay, so if you never want to see somebody again, you know, giving them the what for on the way out is not clearing. It doesn't help anything. It only makes you angrier and it only makes them more defensive and it will never come out better. Okay. You, you are not going to feel better having told them off. I promise you, because it, all it's going to do is get your adrenaline running and you're going to be more pissed off than when you started because there will be no admission of guilt from their end. I promise you, because you'll be ripping into them and they'll be clear that you're not there. There's no point in them admitting guilt. You know, all it'll do is make them more vulnerable to you. So that is never going to happen. So let's be clear. Okay. Now, inner conflict management. When you are in conflict with yourself, so a good indicator that you're in conflict with yourself is that you're stuck. Okay. You can't move forward. You can't go back. You can't go anywhere because you can't make up your own mind. Right. The stuck is almost always a function of a fear trumping a desire. Okay. And the desire has run so deep that it's become a need. Because that's why you can't go back. Right. So when you have an inner conflict of stuckness, you have to face the fear and do it anyway. Right? So, you know, there's a video on my YouTube channel called Stuckville. There's actually two. There's Stuckville Straight and Stuckville Funny. I highly recommend Stuckville Funny, but Stuckville Straight has a uh, has a deeper dive into the concepts, whereas Stuckville Funny is just funny. It's what happens when you tell Kathy to be on video and give her nothing to do. <laughs> it's like, she's she's a graduate of second city (laughs) improv you just don't do that (laughs) so Stuckville's funny was the first take Stuckville straight was the second one after I told her to straighten up and fly right so anyway the um 
the upshot is that Stuckville has its own stuff, but you got to face the fear and you got to do it anyway. Okay. I've, I've just been talking to people about this a lot recently. You know, one of the instructions that I give to my participants in my program is as they're trying to learn new magical techniques and new relationship based techniques and things like that. It's like, look, just give yourself permission to fuck it up. Fuck it up hard. You know, just, just fuck it up really hard. And then you'll practice because you have permission to do it badly, right? When we have to be perfect, we won't do it because we're afraid of screwing up, right? So this is what I'm saying with this, okay? Give yourself permission because that's usually the fear. The fear is usually I'm going to screw it up and I'm going to look bad or I'm going to, you know, lose credibility or I'm going to lose space or I'm going to be humiliated or I'll be a target or whatever, right? there, That's usually the fear that stops us from pursuing our passions. So I'll give you that. Now, inner conflict at another level is making yourself a promise and then breaking it will create an inner inner conflict because your inner child will revolt. They will go into temper tantrum mode and sabotage everything. Okay. This just happened to me. Okay. It just happened to me like two days ago. I slipped and fell in the shower a couple weeks ago and we got the, the hospital bills in and they were thousands of dollars and it turns out that they didn't put the insurance in. So, you know, it's not thousands of dollars. I don't know how much it is, but you know, it'll be much less than that. Um, but before I knew that I freaked out and went, well, crap, you know, I had given my, so for 20 years, my definition of success was having a hot tub. And the reason it was is because it meant I owned a house and I had $7,000 worth of random cash to just throw it, you know, the randomness of having a hot tub, right? And that, so it meant that not only did I own a house, but I also had financial security, right? So that, that became my definition of, of success for years. And I was just about to put in the, the cement slab and the gazebo that would hold the hot tub come fall. And when I saw that bill, I went, oh, I'm going to have to put that on hold until we get this paid off. And I immediately was unable to work. I sat down and my brain would just fuzz and I would just stare at it. And I'm like, nope, don't want to work. Nope, don't want to. Nope, got nothing. My inner child was having a temper tantrum. She was like, no, I earned this. I earned this. It's mine. Right? And it took me a while to figure it out. I actually had to call somebody up and talk to them about it and be able to talk it through and be like, well, I don't know why I can't work. You know, three days ago, I was fine. Now I'm just like, I got nothing. Right? (laughs) And I finally figured it out. And I went to my husband and I said, we need to do this even though. And he went, yeah, okay. <laughs> He's like, I see that. He's like, you deserve it. You've worked hard. Let's do it. I'm like, okay. So, you know, this is this is the sort of thing that you've got to pay attention to in your inner landscape is when when you're too along and suddenly you hit the wall, you have to figure out what you did because there's some sort of inner conflict that you have created that has caused you to shut down. 
the other thing that could be happening is you could be fried beyond belief. Okay. I had a conversation with one of my clients the other day and, and she's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking time for myself and I'm feeling better. I'm like, yeah, but you know, feeling overdone, you know, the average person's overdone is the empath's normal. Right. When we say we're overdone, we're actually crispy crittered. You know, there's smoke coming off of our hair. Right. And, and, and we're, we're fried beyond belief, but we're just like, well, I'm a little overdone. No, 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 honey, you're smoking. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, the, sometimes we can hit that shutdown point because our, our inner meter of what's overdone and what isn't is not very good, right? And so we have to learn to recalibrate it. We have to learn to, because we, we also, <laughs> we, we put ourselves into crispy critter saying, Oh, I'm a little overdone. And then we're surprised when an afternoon off doesn't fix it. <laughs> Right. Like, no, I gave myself an afternoon off. I took an extra long lunch. I'm fine. (laughs) It's like, no, you're still burnt. Right. You know, we we have to peel off the the burnt parts and let the rest of you heal. (laughs) There's going to be a process, right? Because you, you don't understand where that line is. So sometimes that's the case too. So I just want to make it, make you aware that it may be one or the other. Okay. So, but those are some good inner, inner conflict pieces to look at, right? Um, the last one I want to give you, and then, then we'll wrap it up. And the last one is, um, sometimes our ego is trying to keep us safe from change. Okay. Well, it, it kind of is, yes, but the ego doesn't like to die, Okay, it has a survival mechanism. And sometimes the inner conflict is the ego not wanting to die and you trying to grow. And the two can't exist at the same time. And so what you just need to do at that point is look at it and say, I get that this feels unsafe to you. And I get that this this means that I'm going to become somebody new. And that's okay. I'm going here come hell or high water. So you need to get on board. Right. And so sometimes that will be the resolution to the inner conflict piece as well. Okay. So that's outer conflict and inner conflict. And I've managed through my migraine and you're still kicking. I'm still awake. Yeah. Look at this. <laughs> Kills. Yeah. Right. This is a spirit chirp of success. <laughs> so, you know, it, we're talking about these, these concepts and, you know, I just want to make people aware that, that there is the Inner Peace 101 program. And this program is specifically designed to help you get out of these sorts of fear, anxiety, worry, dread, self-doubt, inner and outer judgments, um, building a foundation of courage and self-support, right? These are the things that you get out of that program. And they, they start you on the path to really being able to master these types of skills. Okay. And I, I want to say that these, this process is not something that, that, is included in the program even, you know? I mean, we've we've done I try to I try to supplement the program with the stuff in the podcast, right? Um, so, you know, 
there's so much more, so much more, right? There, there's so much information in there. And I just want you guys to be aware that, that if you're feeling lost, I signed somebody up this morning for the program who was just like, I have read so many books. I've been to therapy. I have taken classes. I have done research. I've done scientific research. I've done spiritual research. And I, uh, I, you know, I keep finding these terms that say, I need to learn how to set my boundaries. I need to learn how to love myself, but I have no idea how to implement that. Right. I give you the directions on how to implement. Okay. So don't feel like you're alone. If you feel like you've, you've, you're a really smart person and you should be able to figure this out. I totally get it. And you absolutely should if you had the information you needed. But the problem is it's not easily accessible and your brain doesn't work in the right way to assimilate it right now. And so what we do is we tell you how to do it and we, we twist your brain into the right orientation so that you can take it in. If, if that's something that's interesting to you, by all means, sign up for a discovery call. There's a link in every show note that we do. Um, it's also on kellysparta.com. They can just go there and sign up there. Yeah. If you're not sure you're ready or not, you can always join the mailing list. Um, the boundaries for empaths that we talked about earlier is also in the show notes. So click click on there. It'll take you straight to the download for that. Um, and that will, by the way, put you on the mailing list. So if you don't know how to get on the mailing list, that'll do it. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll see you on the next show. <laughs> Perfect. Wow. Uh, Kellyism before we wrap up? Kellyism. Confront early, confront often. Wow, confront often too. Yes, put yourself out there. (laughs) Get what you want. Get what you want. Absolutely. Take up your space. Hua. Advocate for yourself. Feels like we're we're given motivational speaking now here. I'm not sure. Hey, why not? Every now and again. <laughs> Every now and again. Okay, that is all that we have for this week. But be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I am Joey C here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Spirit Sherpa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under a Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to www.creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to kelly at kellysparta.com. To sign up for or get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to www.kellysparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honey Voice Productions with post-production by Christopher Wright. Into my home and my love and my life and me. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing? But you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out.
and it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.